do 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 What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? We are here on IOW Sports Special Edition. Special Edition. For those who are tuning in, it's your boy Detroit Mail and my the big homie Nick Shine. Hey, what's up? First, what's going on, Nick? So I was telling get- Lamar on the late night show last night. When I come into the studio, the volume's low. But one day I went out to share the feed. I shared the Facebook feed. The audio pumps up on the Facebook feed. Uh-huh. So I have to tap into that and then come back into the studio. And then the volume is regular here. I don't. I can't explain it. <laughs> but now I know the fix. It's a Jersey thing. It- so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the quick pull. Hold on. Let's put that. Another uh-huh. Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside thing. Y'all want to know what that was? I got I got to uh, watch the show on Monday. Um. So anyway, we're gonna hit the preliminaries out the way to get on into the show. For those who are new to the show, we are the IOW Sports Network. What, you, can what? Ca- <laughs> you can catch us on Facebook, uh, Twitch, and YouTube. We are streaming live every Monday and Thursday. On Monday, we stream live at 4, Thursday, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those who may be watching out of the country. Also, you can catch us on our Facebook app. It's IOW Sports Network. You can go ahead and rep your team. Give us your take on the sport that you like. And if you have a business, you are welcome to rep your business and tell us what you are selling, what you are promoting. We are here for the people by the people. And don't forget to catch our homeboy here, Nick Shine, with Nick the Money Line with Nick Shine. If you are into sports betting, if you want to know all the lines, forget about Vegas. Come to Nick Shine. He is the man with the master plan. And also, absent from us is our homeboy, Wildcard Mar. But just in case, if you're missing him, you can catch him at midnight. That's right, midnight, ladies and gentlemen. He is here. If you can't sleep and you want to know something about sports, he's here live on the IOW Sports Network with the Late Night Owl Show, 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. And last but not least, catch us, catch us here in all of your Apple Play, Apple, Apple Store and Google Play Store. You can download the IOW Network app all the music you like. If you like funk, we funky. If you like rock, we rocking. If you like R&B, we are rhythm and bluesing you to death. If you like punk, we gonna punk you. If you like gospel, thank you, Jesus. Whatever you like, we got it. And also, if you're feeling like you want to be scared, we have the horror podcast, um, The White Vault. If you like sci-fi, we have ours, Paradoxicus. Check out our homeboy, um, LJ presents straight out of the wonderful state of California. So whatever you like, we have. Now we got all the preliminary. Oh, dirty heels. Oh, I'm sorry, and the rest. We can't forget about our homeboy, um, big um, the Dirty Heels out of New York. Wonderful wrestling podcast. You you catch um one half of the uh the Dirty Heels here on our show, Mister Ken of Stone. Shout out him and um. Oh, uh, both. I can't think of your name, homeboy. Uh, you know, you get old. When you get old, your memory gets bad. <laughs> oh, I, I, I know. Uh, but anyway, uh, check out the Dirty Hills um, on our show every Saturday at 12 p.m. 
I think I got everybody. If I forgot you, like they say in church, charge it to my mind and not my heart. All right. So now we're here to talk about, I'm sure all you sports fans heard about the Brian Flores lawsuit. If you haven't, uh, we give you a quick update. Brian, Brian Flores seems to be suing the NFL, alleging racism due to his hiring. And so Nick and I was talking about um, behind the scenes, and we want to approach a little different. We want to come with the solution to the problem. You know, in the day and age that we live in, everybody want to talk about the drama, hype up the drama, but we want to talk about a solution. So that's what we're going to talk about. What can we do? So we don't come to the situation anymore, Mister um, Big Homie Nick. What do you think we should? What are one of the things you think we could do? I've been racking my brain. I've been racking my brain over like like. I I hope the listeners hear me out with this. I'm not okay. a fan of the Rooney Rule. Okay, I get, I get its purpose. I, mm-hmm. I totally understand it. Mm-hmm. But here's the negative side of the Rooney Rule. In anything in life, mm-hmm. if you force somebody to do something. It's not going to be genuine. Uh You know what I mean? Right. If you got to tell your kids, go clean up your room, you're going to get attitude. They're going to stop. It's not genuine. They're not doing it out of respect. They're not Uh doing it because they know their chores. They're going to be begrudgingly about it, right? Right, right, right. Because it's not something they genuinely want to do. Now, Uh to how do I word it? You're, you're going to get non-genuine results. You're okay. going to get a charade. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the facade right. of we're interested in this coach. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, not all, because I, I mean, I could say with pride, I root for a team that mm-hmm. has hired three minority coaches and we've mm-hmm. hired the most minority coaches. And Woody Johnson has hired Herman Edwards, Todd right. Bowles, and now Robert Salat. Right. So the, the Jets, for all the jokes and negativity mm-hmm. around the organization, it's right. something I could say with pride is that they are a place that will genuinely hire the best candidate, who they feel is the best candidate for the job. Right. Not every organization does that. Mm-hmm. How do we get there? How do you, how? I mean, do you do you do you have to put NFL officials? in front offices to have them sit in meetings to hear the discussions like to me that's a logical next step that the nfl needs to watch over mm-hmm. the organizations to make sure everything's on the up and up to make yeah. sure it's not a facade to make mm-hmm. sure it's not a charade to make sure you're not just checking the rooney rule box so you don't get fined and lose draft picks right Here's the I thing, mean, though. Oh, go ahead. Go what, ahead. What, what do you think? Uh, like, like that's one of my first thoughts about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you, you're going to come from a different perspective than me. Well, I'm on the outside of, of the, the racial uh, barrier, so to say. Right, right, right. And I, I don't understand. I've never interviewed for anything as a black man. Uh, <laughs> I know we joke all the time, saying, right, right. <laughs> but you know, it, it, that's just all fun and fun. But in seriousness. I've never been in your shoes or Lamar's right. or anyone else's. Right. Um, what what's your approach? Where are you at? Like you could you can hear my idea and be like, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. <laughs> like like to me, like mm-hmm. how do we govern people who may be racist? How how right. do we how do you govern stop it? Because how do you, you govern do an ideology? And say he wasn't the best candidate for the job. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
what that could be a cover for is we never took this at his ass seriously anyway. Right, right, right. How, how do we draw the fine line between truth and tale? Yeah. Well, one thing I want to say, because I'm, I'm with you, because I was always, it reminds me of affirmative, affirmative action. I was kind of always on the fence about it. I understood why you want to have affirmative action and understand why it was put in place. But at the same time, if you're just, here's another side of that. If you're just grabbing people who are minorities just to cover a quota. Check a box, right? That's still not helping because what if you get a certain percentage? Right. What if you get someone that not as that's not great in that job? Unfortunately, because of the world we live in, that black person or minority is going to represent all of the minorities, all the black people, because you didn't you didn't take the do you didn't do the the due diligence to hire a qualified person. You just hired someone to fill a quota. What's up, Mel? What's up, Mel? Melvin Wall from the Man Down Podcast. You can't govern it. However, a mass exodus of the NFL into new leagues with 100% minority owners will fix that all. And I have heard that's a solution, too. So let me ask you this, Mel, because that's one way I thought about approaching it, too. So do you think that the NFL is impossible to fix and we should just abandon it all together? Or should we just try to fix what we have? With, with which is the NFL, you know, itself. Because my thing is, it's almost like when you talk about, let me say it like this. The NFL is a microcosm of the world we live in. So you have people pushing the Pan-African agenda because of the way that Blacks are, lit, are treated here in America, okay. which I don't totally disagree with either. You know, but then there's other nuances added into that. So going to a male's comment, you know, starting a new product, let's take, and this is just, I'm just using that as an example. Let's take the USFL, you know, that started and stopped. Isn't it starting again now? That product was, was, was hard to go up against the behemoth of the NFL. It was hard. Yeah. It wasn't even 100%. with Trump's money. Right. Even with Trump's money. Which was astronomical. Right. Now, yeah, Mel, it wasn't 100% exodus. No, it wasn't. You know, but you know you're not going to get 100% if participation with anything. So what's a realistic number do you think that you can have to even achieve that? It's hard because just like going back to the Pan-African um, example I gave you, there's so many of us who are Amer- American Blacks or African American, whatever title you want to point it, have been Americanized, it's hard for us to leave that culture and go to a whole different culture we don't know about. Okay. So you take that and apply that to a play, players who've been in a, a NFL system. Because you think about college, even though it's not part of NFL, it's still part of that pipeline. You're still in that pipeline. And so you're part of that that way of thinking, that system, everything. And you, your whole agenda is to go to the next, the end of that pipeline, which is the NFL. Okay. So it, you already have that way of thinking. It's going to be hard for you to pull out of that. You're not going to get 100% of people to pull out of that pipeline no. to go into a whole new system. No, because so, green is the most important color right, of all. Because of all the NFL is backed by billions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, um, what Mel say? 
Um, all right. Every establishment where 100% of ownership is white uh, descendants is going to have bias against minorities, rather uh, consciousness or unconscious. And I agree with that. I do agree with that. None of that, none of that I disagree with, Mel. I guess, I guess my point too is like, is 100% Exodus the solution? Is Exodus, let's not even say 100% because you're not going to get 100%, but is Exodus the solution? And you can speak on it, Nick. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we, we, we want to open. I don't think it's, it's, I mean, it's, it doesn't seem, like I said, green is the most important color mm. of all to a lot of athletes, right? Right. Um, so the money speaks volumes. Right. And the players who, now let's, let's say this too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are more than not owners in the league who mm. treat people of every race well, who who never show signs of of racism or indifference, mm. uh, who who've hired and promoted um, minorities. And and it's it only takes one egg to spoil, right? Yes. So if it's one in the league, it's mm. too many. Mm-hmm. So let, let's let's start by by saying that. Right. Uh, but what are you going to do? You can't make someone sell their team to a minority. You know what I mean? You um, you can't. man from the Clippers. Oh, uh, I got to guess his name. Donald Sterling. Yeah. Donald Sterling. They started with him. They tried with him. Okay. Uh, but still, I don't think they sold to a minority. No, no. they did. Who's the new owner? I can't. Steve, it wasn't Steve. Steve, somebody. It's not a minority. I'm just saying they they try okay. to get him to sell. I'm saying to your example, they try to get him to sell based on his racist comments. Oh yeah, yeah. honest comments, but not yeah, sell yeah. it to a minority. Right? right, right, right. Okay, all right. right. A little miscommunication. Yeah, yeah. So uh, go ahead, go ahead. But something that makes sense to me is that as the league, you appoint a minority to a higher up position in the front office. Mm-hmm. Who's in on these meetings? Who's mm-hmm. in on these discussions? Who, it, it's almost like the doctor on the sideline, the independent right. doctor with mm-hmm. the red hat who mm-hmm. rules people with concussions in or out. It's not mm-hmm. a team employee, but mm-hmm. they have a job to do with the team right. on behalf of the league right. to hold credibility and keep mm-hmm. everything on the up and up. Mm-hmm. You get somebody with a red hat sitting in, in on, on, on the higher up meetings and either sit there, partake in the meeting, either you're a member of the team right. or you're, you're a league overseer. Mm-hmm. And if there's any inkling mm-hmm. of dismissing discrimination, uh, charade, facade, right? Boom, flag goes up. You go to the office, heavy shit comes down. Mm-hmm. I'm talking missing playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like you, you bring the fucking hammer down right. to where you're going to be on the up and up as an organization, mm-hmm. and you're going to do everything the right ethical way. Right. Well, we're gonna fucking destroy your existence. <laughs> we're gonna affect your bottom dollar because right. if, if a lot of fans are of color, mm-hmm. so if your team, I'm not only want to say a team that you even put out there, but if you're a team, right, and you get flagged for this, you're losing bottom dollar. Mm-hmm. Minorities are gonna jump ship off your team right. uh, and not root for your team anymore because they're not right. gonna put their hard work money into mm-hmm. an organization that isn't on the up and up and is right. showing signs of racism or negligence towards minorities. Mm-hmm. So you get that 
that affects owners more than anything, right? The right. bottom dollar. Right. Now, as a white guy, if my team, and like I said, they've hired three minority coaches, <laughs> I would never have to worry about this as a Jet fan from everything I've seen from the Johnsons. Mm -hmm. You can call them bad owners, but they're not bad people mm -hmm. in terms of hiring and, and promoting minorities. Right. So I'm not going to pay for season tickets if you did some shady shit and now there's no chance of you even making the playoffs, right. I'm not going to a game. I'm not giving you my money. I'm going to affect your bottom dollar. Mm -hmm. So the ownership, the VPs, the head of football operations, mm -hmm. they would all be on the chopping block in terms of being fair. Right. And the only way to get people to do that Mm -hmm. which is sad and it's not all of them like we said earlier it's um, mm -hmm. I, I never paint with a broad brush but right. if there's one owner doing it it's too many in the league right well listen we've all made the jokes about the giants mm -hmm. we've all made the jokes saying that we know they're not hiring a black coach or a black quarterback right like it the jokes have been made because they're the old good old boys mm -hmm. right jerry jones ever had a black coach no not that I can think of, no. Jerry Jones never had a black head coach. Mm -mm. And I mean, there, there's there's a lot out there. Like I said, Jets have had three. Mm -hmm. So you're you're looking at how do you change the perception? You change the perception by making those hires. Right. And here's the you, thing, too. You change the narrative mm -hmm. by not going through the charade. You right. change the narrative with action. Right. You can't say, oh, we believe this, we believe that, and hire a white guy every time you got a fucking opening. <laughs> That's true. And I'm speaking to what Mel said, because when it comes to things like this, I've always been like, I won't say on the fence, because on the fence seems like I'm wavering, but I'm just unsure of the best solution. You know, I think that's a more a better way to describe it. Because look at it like this. You have the other argument side of the thing is like when you talk about a mass exodus of the of the country, because you know that's what Pan African basically is about. Okay. You know, mass exodus of of the country. Sorry, it's fucking bitter cold up here, man. I got chat lips for the week. <laughs> Been like single digits every night. Forgive me. <laughs> that's all right. Um then one of the arguments some some blacks will say is that why should we leave something that we help build? You know, so now you put you apply that to the NFL. Why should we leave something that we help build? Why do we got to go make less now because ownership wasn't right? Legit? We we help build this. Why not? Why not fix it instead of trying to leave something we help build? It's not that I'm I'm saying that Melvin's comment is wrong. All I'm saying is that I I can understand probable. And I can understand both sides of that argument. You know what I'm saying? I can understand the max. Yeah. The intent is is brilliant. Right. But the probability of that happening is is very slim. What may I say? If we do this, if we do those type of things, we have um equally um equally around the year. I think it means equality around yeah, around a year, 3025. But oh bit by bit, we may uh we may get there. But if we want to change now, mass exodus. Okay. 
that that's okay. on the players, right? Like I know what you mean. Oh, man. I mean, I just couldn't get it out myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I knew what he meant. Yeah, I know what you I, mean. I, I just couldn't get out myself. With these big fingers, so I know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know how to read typos all the time. Right, and I, I hear and you that's saying, the players' man. union, right? Right, and, and they could be well within their right. Like, mm -hmm. let's use the most recent storyline in the NFL, the right. kneeling. Right, right. There were white people kneeling with with mm -hmm. black players. Right. There were some black players that didn't kneel. That was mm -hmm. their personal choice. Right. But I think if you're looking at something where black coaches mm -hmm. aren't getting legitimate chances at head mm -hmm. coaching jobs, mm -hmm. I'll tell you right now, every fucking player will join that stance. Right. You will not want to be left out of that stance. The mm -hmm. the flag thing you can use, you know, supporting troops, all that. But when this this is for lack of a better term, black and white. This is there's right. no gray area with this. Right, right. You are either for or, or against. against. Mm -hmm. And if you are not with this, you are against it. Right. So that will be career ruiners for people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, Maybe and, the players union has to step up. Maybe they fucking put their foot down. Mm -hmm. You know? Like he, here's further on my idea. Mm -hmm. The more I'm thinking about it while while you're talking too, it's coming right. to me. Right. Well, you have from Dwayne Johnson, get the players, players to buy into yeah, the XFL, XFL product, put an extra point, affect the bottom line, yeah. and subtract the talent from the NFL, and it will mess up the bottom dollar. Hey, the the Rock is is a minority, right? Right. He, uh, he's half black, half Samoan. Mm -hmm. That's so, black. What? That's black. Okay. Okay. All right. It's a, I won't get into the whole. I don't, all right, I got you. Yeah, but I, that's just black. You can say that. I'm not <laughs> I love <saying>. you. <laughs> well, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, but here's further on my idea. That's like mm -hmm. I said, it's coming to me. Former players on teams, mm -hmm. outspoken minority players. Mm -hmm. Ray Lewis for Baltimore. Right. He fucking sits in on the processes. Mm -hmm. You know, Dion with Dallas, someone right. who's not afraid to be vocal, someone mm -hmm. who's not afraid to speak up, someone right. who's not afraid to be the voice of a cause. Mm -hmm. You interview, you bring you bring them in. Right. And and you allow them to be a league representative mm -hmm. for the minority coach right. with each organization. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. If you're gonna go males route, I think it needs to not only start. It needs to start at the college level. So, like what Dion's doing, going to these HBCUs, start pushing players into that HBCU and then funnel them into your new league. I think you should it, because what that does that affects not only your NFL, but that affects the pipeline to the NFL. You cutting them off at the pipeline. You cut them off at the root. Yeah. You know, you come off at the root. So that way you got players going to leave that high school, going to an HBCU, then going to your new league. If you're going to uh -huh. go that route. That's the way I would go. You know, start pushing. So you start and now. If you're a brand new league. Yeah. You don't need to have $5 billion to buy the Cowboys. Right. You don't need, you know, some a lot of the NFL owners. Mm -hmm. I, I think Woody Johnson bought the Jets in 2000. I think $600 million. Oh, shoot. And now with the stadium and everything and have the yeah. explosion of the television contract, they're valued right. over a couple billion. Right. You don't have that with the XFL. But, you but can see, be a four, you can be Terrell Owens. Right. You can, you can have Jerry Rice, Ray mm -hmm. Lewis money. Right. And start the ground up here. And then, like you said, maybe that entices 
And college, you know, people college, to not declare for the NFL draft. College is your, is your, is your, league and work right. for people who respect me and know where I come from and know mm-hmm. what I'm about. Right. I and like that. Stand with me and, and don't view me as a, as a financial pawn. Mm-hmm. They view me as a fucking human being. Right. Right. And college be your foundation. You build that foundation with the HBCUs. You yeah. build that strong where you got yeah. players wanting to come there. You, you get know, a network that like NBC. Network. Right. Who will air the XFL, mm-hmm. air the HBCU games, right. use it as a pipeline, it's use a pipeline. it as a form of exposure. Right. You that's, create from the ground up. Mm-hmm. I think that's the I best way to go. that's more realistic than getting current NFL players to jump ship. Right. But I think, through the course of time, through attrition, mm-hmm. through snowball downhill, right. you could see it eventually. Right. I think that's the better solution to males route. Yes. Start start at start at the foundation, cut yeah. them off at the root. It gives it, it legs, right? Right. You building it. Yeah. So then may, you know, as soon as it go down the line, you can say, Oh, let's start funding them little bit by little over to if you want to do it like Lamar said the XFL, funnel them all into there and build that into something a product that you want to watch. Yeah. And then hey, like the old adder said in the filler dream, you build it, they'll come. You know, and you build that product to affect bottom dollar in the right. NFL. That's the biggest way to get change. Mm-hmm. Money talks, bullshit walks. That's just it. You know, and if you look at it from a from a money standpoint, you can get the most racist person in the world. If you they know you can make them money, they'll deal with you. Yeah, look, Jerry and, Jones to me is that guy. Sports in general. You know yeah, yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, let, 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 let me make this caveat. I'm not saying that go, 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 everyone go in sports is racist, but our racist folks in sports that are, that will draft you on their team and because may not even what you can do because what them. you can do for them, not that they like you, but it's what you can do for me because this money, is the most important money. color of all, right? Right, it's green. To some, to some, I, right? Now I had I had because I had a um a discussion with a friend of mine, happened to be white, and we were talking about. Know what goes on in this country? Is around, huh? You cheating uh, on me? No, he, he, you, you, you're better than him. So. <laughs> I, I was just bust. I was just busting. I know. I, know. I thought I was your only one. <laughs> you know, I, I got side white dudes. <laughs> so anyway, and we was talking about. I don't know what happened around one of the the things Trayvon Martin one thing. We we were discussing about that, okay. and he was like, "Well, it's it's about." He kept saying, "It was about money. It's not. It ain't got nothing to do with racism. It's about money." I said. You don't understand that the two things can be simultaneously happen at the same time. Yep. It can be about because let's face it, this country, the 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 one percent don't like nobody. It's about no, money. They, they it's will about use money. anyone, any color anyone, to add to their wealth. To add to it. But at the same time, they prefer to deal with someone that looks like them more than someone that don't look like them. And, and so, they'll hire people who look like them to deal with the people that, that don't, don't look, look like them. them. They still don't like both of them, but they don't but make they them know right. They don't make them not racist, and they still don't make them not motivated by money. It's still the same thing in their mind. It's the cost of doing business. The cost of doing business, right? And that's what it is. But um, yeah, we ain't gonna hold y'all too long. We just want to get on here and talk about the Brian, Brian Flores, um, you know, incident. And I like, I like this is. Nick has said, let's go and deal with it from a solution standpoint because 
I've been anybody on, can complain. Anybody can complain. And I, we I, live I, in a world with social media. Everyone wants to bitch their gripe. Mm -hmm. And and I made a tweet, and I said that the Rooney Rule was built out of racism. Mm -hmm. And people are taking. I'm getting tweet after tweet reply come in of people thinking because people want to put their own impression on what they read. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting tweets saying that uh, it's it's being interpreted the wrong way. Right. So I'm always about a solution with mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. All right. We know the problem. Mm -hmm. How do we fix it? How do we fix it? I was a cable guy for years. All right. Mm -hmm. You tell me what your problem is. My job is to fix it. Standing right. here bitching with you about your internet not working doesn't fucking help anybody. Me finding the solution is what fixes it. What's right? up, John? What's I up, John? I think Brian Flores is out of his mind. It has nothing to do about race or discrimination as a black man. I find it offensive when we want to play the victim. It could be he wasn't qualified. And it could be. But we discussed earlier when we first started, mm -hmm. how do you tell the difference? Right. How are you, how do we know front offices aren't mm -hmm. using the, he wasn't the best candidate for the job just right. to check the Rooney rule box, right. shun that candidate to the side. Right. And that, so that's, we're looking more bigger picture of how do we stop the charade interviews for those mm -hmm. organizations that do it. Right. You know, I, think that's, I used the Cowboys as an example. Never hired a black coach, mm -hmm. but they interview a black coach every time right. there's an opening. Right. And I, I understand what you're saying, John. And that's kind of what Nick and I was talking about earlier before we came on air, is that if you attack this from... And I'm talking about Brian Flores. You tacked it saying this is racist. There's nothing there that, that we see as the public, because we're not behind the scenes, that you can officially point to and say is racist. That doesn't mean that it's not. We just, we talking about in a court of law, what they're going to look at the evidence, yeah. I, you know, and what we see is nothing there that we can see that point to as racist. Now, there's some things there I can see that's, that's wrong and has been held wrong for uh, IE. You know, try and get him to you know to go against the tampering rule and stuff like that. That's completely wrong. And labeling him difficult and hard to work with because he won't go along with the tampering rules. That's wrong. And he didn't want to lose games for a hundred thousand. Yeah, he didn't want to lose games for a hundred thousand dollars. That's wrong. How do you fire that guy if you made that offer? As Steve How do you fire somebody with integrity like that? Brian Flores should be your coach so you die. Right. Because he's got that <laughs> on you. Like you didn't think that was going to come out when you fired him. Right. Like that's, that's it. I'm not saying the offer is legit, the right. stupidity and then firing the man that you offered to pay off to lose games mm -hmm. is just a it's next crazy, level man. stupid. But that that just that shows you that who's running the organization is not that bright. Yeah. You know. Right. Here's the thing. And since John said that I'm going to I'm not going to go all the way down the route, but I'm going to go a little bit this way. Here's the thing. As an organization, we talk about Miami and you looking at what this man did for your organization, who cares about your draft picks? He still put you in a position to be a winning franchise. So if you don't pick high in the draft, he, look what he did with what he had. Look what he did with Tua. We, everybody's ready to throw Tua away. You know, and towards the end of the season, you see improvements. You see Miami starting to win. So he's showing you he can work with what he has. So wherever you pick, you know, he yeah. he can pick, take what he got and make that work and make you a winning or it's a, it, is it about winning or not? Yeah. You know, and this man is showing that he's winning. And then now on top of that, 
you make him offers and he shows you the highest degree of integrity. That's a man you don't, that's a man you keep in that fire. Yeah. That's a you guy know? you want to go into battle with. Right. That, you know what I'm saying? But going, but, but going back to what I was saying too, and speaking of what John said, that's why Nick and I decided let's go to the solution route because we can make, we don't have all that facts. We didn't make an accusations and stuff like that. So what's the solution? No, because, if it's being brought up and then there's a lawsuit being presented, where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Right. I right. said it the other day with mm-hmm. Brady retiring on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I said, he's going to retire. He's mm-hmm. just mad he got betrayed and he wasn't able to break the story. <laughs> right, right. So Saturday, you're not retiring. Last night on your mm-hmm. podcast, you're not retiring. Tuesday right. morning, you're retiring. Right. You just wanted to be the one to break it. Right. So where, where there's smoke, there's fire. And if this right. lawsuit is being presented, there's a problem. And we mm-hmm. probably have all known there's a problem, but it's never been brought up. And, right. And the two Flores's aid, I guess I would say, mm-hmm. to, to help him. We live in a society now where you're guilty until proven innocent. Right. And we are all quick to drop the hammer. Mm-hmm. We are all quick to believe an accused right. or believe in the accusation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's like almost your job to prove your innocence instead right. of being proven that you're guilty. Right. So if it promotes change, if it promotes a better process, if it promotes more legitimacy, if, if mm-hmm. the end game is um, equality right. in, in the treatment of the coaches in the league mm-hmm. and in the interview process and in their chances of, of minorities getting hired, mm-hmm. then this is one of the best things to ever happen for right. the league. Right. Because we've all known that sometimes it's smoke and mirrors. We know that the interviews might not be legit. We know mm-hmm. that you're just checking the box so you don't right. get the, the fines and the punishment and the mm-hmm. draft picks taken away. But if we can get pure legitimacy out of this, like I, I've said before on the podcast with you, and not to open mm-hmm. up a whole can of worms, I'll be brief <laughs> with it. Right. I thought Kaepernick dropped the ball by taking mm-hmm. the payout and signing the this non-disclosure agreement mm-hmm. and never exposing the league. Right. I do not see brian flores going that route yeah i, don't I see flores wanting to really legitimately institute change into the league for mm-hmm. the better of all and future minority coaches right so i wish him well. to him, man. i hope that there's something there he gets it exposed mm-hmm. i hope those who have partaken in the racist however you want to activity or right, right. or diminishing that's good enough <laughs> yeah activity is worse. if you yeah if 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 there has been that and there's proof of it bring that fucking shit to light right cancel these motherfuckers affect their bottom dollar mm-hmm. sell the team for a tenth of what it's worth right whatever it fucking takes go he, succeed brian flores i'm rooting he, for you here's the thing to you and you know, I appreciate your comment, John. You know, it, it sparked some more stuff in my head, but I appreciate your comment, man. Um, and it's not, there's nothing against you or your comment. But to say maybe he wasn't qualified, you have still, you look at his body of work. His body, it's like a resume. You know, you, you go to a job and you put out a resume. And and I'm pulling out my resume and I have all the experience. And you got another, put my, somebody put a resume they have less experience than i do less qualification less accomplishments 
and you hire that person, can we say it's racist? No. But can we say something is, is fishy? Yes. Because why you, would you? You can't say. Let me let me help. Let me jump in with that. I have the perfect right. line for this for right. your argument. Right. He's the ninth winningest coach in the last two leagues, in right. the last two years. You can't right. tell me he's not qualified. Right. Yeah, you can't say he's not qualified. Not with with Tua at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right. After losing six straight games, mm-hmm. you can't tell me this man is not qualified. Right. You could say he's a bad interview. You could say maybe he's rough around the edges personally. Mm-hmm. Like right. those things can be argued. You can say he's you not a good fit. Not qualified. You can say he's not a good fit, but you can't say he's not qualified. Yeah. You could say you know he might not be good with with the media. He's mm-hmm. not a people person. You can say right. things like that. Right. You can't tell me the man's not qualified for the job as a coach. As a coach, right? That I can't. I can't. Yeah. I I, I don't see that. Not not looking at his resume now because we don't know him. Nine winning this coach the last two years. Him or uh, what's a Dabo, right? Is Dabo? I think he's won more than Belichick the last two years. How right, fuck well, not qualified? Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other story. <laughs> but you know what? What's the guy named Dabo? Is that, am I saying his name right? Brian, it, oh, it D? the Giants coach. Yeah, Dable. It's like Dable. Yeah, it's like Table yeah. with the dig. He said Dable. that in his press conference. <laughs> yeah, like so. Brian Dable. Dable. Um. And you look at Flores, I just see that Flores has, to me, has a better resume. Because he was a head coach winning versus this is assistant losing. So, like, once again, there's nothing you can say that looks de- deliberately or directly racist. No, we can't say that. Because, you know, some people just are not good fits. Now, at the same time, I'm not saying that what Brian Flores is alleging is incorrect either because I'm not there. You know, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff we don't see. Yeah. But, you know, if, like you said, to your point too, Nick, if there is something there, kudos to him, hats off to him, and all the other cliches you want to say, to him to go and fight it Bring to it to put life. his career on the line. Because a lot of times we always say, you know, we want to affect change. We want to do stuff to change, but no one wants to sacrifice anything to change. Yeah, this man is sacrificing his career. If what he's saying is true, he may never, ever coach in the NFL again. Yeah, you know, what's up, Ryan? He may never coach in the NFL again. But if it yeah. if it makes change, Malcolm X gave his life. Martin Luther King gave his life to something they believe in. Yeah, you know, and I can go down the line. If you've been like, wrong, you do everything you can to make it right. Right. Yeah, we're talking Flores, Ryan. Yeah, we're doing a little special show today yeah. with, with the topic that came out. Yeah, since you jumped on, we'll let we're you gonna do about it. ten minutes, but you know how we get going. We're right, about to forty saying? now. We're about to roll. We're about to <laughs> it's gonna be a full two hours by the time we're done. I'm gonna <laughs> miss my we basketball game. <laughs> we get we get we get some more people in here. We'll uh, go a little longer, but Nick has to get off by what time? Six, Nick. I mean, we passed six. Uh, I mean, six thirty. I probably got like another fifteen minutes. I gotta hop in the shower. Oh uh, yeah, we, we we do another fifteen minutes then. Uh, we go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's BS. I uh, hope he win. Sorry. Oh, no problem, man. We glad you're here. Yeah, but um, I don't know, Nick. Like, like you know, I like what Mel said. Uh, Florona. <laughs> uh, I like what Mel said, but I don't know if that's the solution either. I don't know. Correct. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's more of the extreme. If If something comes out, and something is so egregious, and nothing's done about it. Mm-hmm. Mel's exodus is probably what you would more likely see in right. that scenario. 
because if ahead. nothing is done about it, which the league can't do, right? Like they can't ignore it if there's facts brought to light. Um, but if it does, something does happen. I think the the threat of an exodus is, is enough. You know the good thing about Kaepernick. About what? Kaepernick. The Kaepernick okay, incident. Kaepernick is a catalyst to this incident. If Kaepernick haven't happened, you might not have as many people that may be open to what Brian Flores is saying. Because here it is, the league <clears throat> in some ways ignored Kaepernick's plea. They twisted it, they politicized it, everything they did to it. Now, we years out of it looking back in, we can start seeing some of the errors the league did. Now, here's Brian Flores raising a point, another point of racial discrimination. And now it's like, okay, let's look, let's be a little more careful with this one to make sure we don't drop the ball like we did with the Kaepernick incident. Yeah. No, that's for the people who may be in the league. That's for the people outside looking at it. So I think Kaepernick is is, is a catalyst for this incident. It's helping. It's, domino. It's right. a domino effect. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I I could see that. Yeah, I think um, like we said earlier, when there's smoke, there's fire. There's fire, right? right. And so that's now what, that that fire might be burning a little bit brighter than it was in sixteen or seventeen when when that first came to light. Right. Uh, I support Flores hundred uh, percent. If what he said really happened, I guess we'll see. I can't wait for the texts and emails, right? Because there's probably more texts and emails out there. There's probably a whole lot, you know, besides Bill Belichick. And what about the oh, I forgot to bring that. What about the whole thing he uh, he alleged about um, Elway and the rest of them coming to the thing drunk? Oh, they were an hour late to his interview. Yeah, and, and it came in very drunk. obvious <laughs> that they were out drinking late the night before. Yeah, that's very disrespectful, man. It is. That's not prof- that's not that's professional. not professional at all. That's you know, a bad look. Here's my thing, and can I say it's racist? No, I can't say that's racist either. You don't know how many other times it's happened. It might have happened with a, with a white. It uh, might happen. Yeah. Might have happened every night. They may have right. coach out. <laughs> you know, you, you you do the interview. You mm-hmm. like a guy. You go out to dinner. You have right. too many drinks, maybe. Right. And then you got another interview the next day. So sometimes it's viewed as maybe a reason to go out to have dinner and drinks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the interview process. You get to right. know somebody better over drinks than you do in a boardroom meeting. True. So, you know, you you don't know per se what the process was right i'm sorry <laughs> yeah no i thought i was reading right yeah right that that came out too that elway and i forget the other two people yeah uh, some some more exact were I think over was. an hour late to the brian flores interview mm-hmm. when he was it was a 2019 yeah, yeah. 2019 mm-hmm. coach three years in miami right. uh and said that they were all very hung over and obvious that they <laughs> right were right before a lot yeah, so that that's disrespectful. Um, yeah. So if you're gonna do that, schedule the interview every other day. Right. That way, that way you, you get some time to recover. You got a day to cover. Recover. <laughs> like I just see it being unprofessional and it not. Ra- you can't say it's racist <sighs> to go out and drink. <laughs> like we've all gone out and drank and then mm-hmm. had to get up for work the next morning, right? Right. Like there's no. I, I don't here's know. The here, here's the tough, thing. It's a tough slope. It's, it's a tough because we don't know well, a couple of things. First of all, we don't know if they done it with other candidates. We don't know. Correct. 
So it's hard to say. That could be the norm. Partying up in interviews could be the norm. Right. You know, and at the same time, like I said to you, when we was talking earlier, it's a lot of things that happens that are underlying that happen to us as minorities. And say, for instance, you know, you and I, we hanging out and you say something that reminds me of something that happened to me before. Now, you could just be innocent saying it, not even knowing but okay. because because it's happened to us before, it triggers something. Okay. You know, and I think a lot of times some things just trigger certain things and we can't put our finger on it, but it just don't pass the smell test. So now I still can't say that this is racist because we don't know all the details. You know, it's kind of like when I when I was taking um when I was in the academy and we was taking, you know, our law courses and it was teaching you how like even when you build in a case, you take a bunch of circumstantial evidence that makes a picture that you still convict somebody on a bunch of circumstantial evidence and then just one circumstantial evidence. So this may be like some circumstantial in a small sense, but if you start putting piecing it together, it shows a bigger picture. As you were saying it, mm-hmm. something that popped up into my head is mm-hmm. is the old term boy referring to right 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 boy mm-hmm. it's somebody may have said it in <laughs> innocence but it conjures up bad right feelings and emotions right like that's a, a trigger word so it's a trigger say. word right like you may have said it in innocent and, and it mm-hmm. just may be something you call everybody of every race right but if you said that to a minority back in the mm-hmm. day even now right it's gonna be like hold on motherfucker <laughs> right. you know what i mean it's right, gonna right. raise a, a big red flag mm-hmm. so Sometimes you're like sexual harassment, right? Sexual harassment. Oh, that's some that's calling someone babe or hun or right. sweetie at the office. It might mm-hmm. be innocent, it might be pure. Right. And it just may be what you refer to all the time. And there may be no underlying meaning in it, mm-hmm. but it's up to interpretation. It's not right. up to delivery. Right. So there, there's a lot but that can be misinterpreted. Yeah, yeah. And calling someone boy is acceptable. I wouldn't appreciate. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm not yeah right. It's acceptable. I hope, yeah. I hope it didn't come off like. No, no, no. He's but saying, yep, he's agreeing with you. He's agreeing with you. He's agreeing with you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a term that popped into my head when mm-hmm. you were talking about something okay. that somebody might say one place, you know, but say it another place, and it's not acceptable. Right, right. I, I, I thought it came off as me saying <laughs> it was acceptable. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. but put yeah, your hood up, Nick. Put your hood up. Son. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's funny as fuck as it is with white. <laughs> All the sweatshirts I have, I gotta wear the white hood for this. Wear the white hood. You, know you know son of a bitch. You, you got like me. This, I'm like, oh, cut it off. Cut right, it off. I gotta take it. I gotta take the L. That's it. Oh, all right. All right. We're gonna wrap it up because we're getting close to that time so Nick can get out of here. But um, what's your final thoughts on this, Nick? expose them all if it's if it's not i say this kind of tongue-in-cheek if it's Mm -hmm. not sour grapes about you not getting the job you want and you feel there was actual legitimate Mm -hmm. racism behind the decision Mm -hmm. expose all of them right expose them all bring light to it make it better for the other coaches even if it means you get blackballed and never get an interview again Mm -hmm. which shouldn't be the case I think it should take and an owner like the one in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name now? 
I forget the family's name that that owns in New Orleans. Right. But he passed away, and now the wife owns the team, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she gave Sean Payton the uh, or Payton gave her the gift. Right, right, right. Uh, somebody's got to step up. Mm -hmm. And and hire him. Right. And say we're not that organization. That's not what we're about. It's mm -hmm. not what our fan base is about. We would be very proud to have Brian Flores as our coach. Mm -hmm. If you feel he's the best candidate, go make him your coach. Hire him. Right. Go make him your coach. Right. You know, make the other organizations look bad by you separating yourself from them. Mm -hmm. And that kills the, the good old boys right. thing, right? If no one ever right. interviews them, like that was the Kaepernick issue, right? Everybody mm -hmm. thought that everyone banded together. Mm -hmm. And that's why everyone believes that Cap got three hundred and twenty million because thirty-two teams dropped ten million dollars each to pay for a silence. Right, right. Do the opposite now. Show that you're not the, those owners anymore. Mm -hmm. Show that you're going to put your foot down and be like, "Yo, we interviewed this man. This is the best man to lead our organization, mm -hmm. and we're going to hire him, and he's going to be the face of our organization because we believe in the man, and we don't give a shit what the color of his skin is, and yeah, neither right. should you." Right. I'm going to say this in, uh, for my closing remarks. And I'm going to try to be brief. Try. Try. E word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go shower. If it goes too long, I'll come back and catch the Catch the no, I'm teasing. Go ahead, man. Pick your point. Uh, so here's the thing a couple of things John said kind of triggered some things in my head. John, I'm assuming he was in the armed force or in the armed force because he said Army Strong in his name. You know, I, I was in law enforcement, paramilitary kind of similarity there. So one thing when you win law enforcement or the army, they teach you, you know, to, these are your brothers. It's, it's about the blue, you know, in law enforcement, it's about the blue. Yes. It's not about the color. However, right. in some ways, it's a brainwashing job because I'm going to tell you why. There still were people who wouldn't, who will call you brother, but the brother behind you is still a nigga. So in that way, you still racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it doesn't just cause you say just cause I, I am in this uniform and you calling me brother, but you call another brother behind me a a, a a racial epithet doesn't make you any less racist because when I'm out of my uniform and you pull me over I'm like the other brother that you call a nigga. Okay. So I say that I bring that point to, because, you know, he said not play the victim and stuff like that. And this, I'm not picking on him. I want everybody. To know I'm not picking on him. I just want to bring this to light. Um, that is some of the, the, some of the tropes and stuff they would use when you stand up for yourself and say, Hey, stop playing the victim. I am an advocate an advocate for for anyone who stands up for themselves. Now, I hate whining and crying. I just don't like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's okay to vent, but after a while, what are we going to do about the problem? That's me. Yeah. So, yeah, there are some people... And that's that both gonna, of us, because right. that's the mentality we came into right. the show with. Right. So there are going to be some people that going to say, woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. You're going to get that. But just because you get a person who vents and telling a problem, they're not playing the victim. There's a difference between playing a victim to me 
is a pattern of behavior. It's not a it's not a one thing to step up and do and speak out, but when you have a pattern of pattern of behavior. Every time I see you, someone did me bad, and you're not looking for a solution. Yes, then you are playing the victim. Okay. You know. So now, with Brian Flores' incident, there's nothing we can see there that that we can see that looks racist. It stinks to high heaven. It doesn't look right. You know, with the with the him the tampering rule. And paying them a hundred thousand, that's all wrong. However, we are not behind the scenes. We don't see some of the things that he sees. Why I stand by him until I see otherwise. Yeah. If I see something otherwise, I say, okay, that, that's not right, Brian. I'm going the other way. But I stand by him as a man. You know, he's standing, he got 10 toes down. I stand behind him as a black man because we share the same culture. And I stand behind him because I love the sport of football. And if he can clean, help clean up the sport of football, I'm, I'm with him 100%. Okay. And that, that's all I'm going to say. It's a great show, Nick, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. Man. I'm glad I reached out to you. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. I was thinking about doing a short, so I'm glad you did reach out to me. So I, I'd rather have done it with you to get your opinion. You know, shout out to Mel that's on here. Shout out to Ryan. Hey, John, man, I appreciate you, man. Um, no comment. in, leaving your comment. I got love for you. Nothing I said was personal or against you. I just wanted to speak to some of the things. Shout out to uh, Wildcard who dropped in the comments real quick. Appreciate you everything. And with um, the last last night with mm-hmm. uh, Mar, and then today we we had some new viewers popping in. Oh, good, uh, good, good. Last night one was a Navy SEAL, and today there's an Army. So if right, we getting we getting the armed forces out here, boy. Hey man, we I'm support to, them. It's right, awesome. Right. I appreciate that, man. We appreciate all the support. And I always forget to say this. Shout out to our German viewers. You know, it's mostly with the, um, with our oh, sister station. I thought you were station. talking about my kids. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's mostly with our sister station. But, um, you know, shout out to the, I've been looking at um, our analytics. And at the United States, the second highest listener base we have is in Germany. So shout out to our German um, listeners and viewers. We appreciate you. Um Absolutely. You know, don't forget we be here again Thursday, five o'clock. Long as the creek don't rise and blind forest don't say something else. But besides that, <laughs> we'll catch y'all later. Uh, Nick, you going home? Um, enjoy the basketball game, man. Hope y'all yeah, win. Two and zero. Coach, coach up a good game, time. man. Thank you. Uh, I, appreciate I appreciate you. You having uh, doing the show with me? Uh, when I reached out to you, I didn't expect to get this type of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and all jokes aside, I, I love when you and Mar open my eyes to points mm-hmm. of view and things that obviously I've never lived through. Right. Uh, and it, I enjoy that we bring different points of view mm-hmm. and different experiences to the table and we make each other all wiser from our discussions. So right. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for you guys, obviously, always for giving me this platform on IOW. No to problem, talk, man. And to we all appreciate our viewers. You, man. And thank you for joining in the conversation and uh, look forward to doing it again with you guys. All right. All right, y'all. We see y'all on Thursday. Peace. Peace.